0: go yeah to my wife she gets so mad she's like that's gross that is gross i'm like deal with it that's my new thing i'm going with it (laughs) (laughs) oh what's up everybody what's up everybody what's up funky phil you funky phil in the house just grizzly man dude i'm a little grizzly i mean just (sighs) prison phil dude ponytail is coming the straight pony. Yeah. You're almost you're almost pony style. Like almost there. I'm hairy. Good 4 months. You got a little mini pone. <laughs> <laughs> mini pone. Dude, <laughs> ponytail funky phil is another level, dude. Yeah. The beats you could play with a ponytail. Oh my gosh, what the What am I doing? What did I just hit? Okay. The, the beats you could play you might as well, you know, we have a ponytail. <laughs> exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'll Tune my toms for maximum sustain. Yes. Deep toms. Yeah. You could get extensions for your toms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good. Ponytail funky fill. That's a, that's a funky fill. I would love to see. <laughs> that is a funky fill. I would love to see. <laughs> <dude>. Sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you never don't wear glasses like sunglasses no yeah always always, yeah. always. Mm-hmm. even outside at night maybe oakley blades Ooh, <laughs> never wears- I, don't, I don't know what that is but it sounds <laughs> that's what i wear cycling dude <laughs> oh uh something like that it's not real ones but never you never wear sleeves dude forget sleeves yeah they're for chumps yes and you only wear cargo shorts Mm-hmm. funky ponytail fill i need the extra space for s- storing You know important my gels (laughs) drum keys (laughs) pocket knives regular keys (laughs) i i need this guy man where is this guy at it sounds like the next sound engineer at your gig (laughs) that well that was my next thing (laughs) ponytail cargo shorts you come in and you just you're no longer drum playing funky phil you're just sound guy phil yeah and you're mad i'm just mad about everything yeah everything You, everyone's doing everything wrong except for me. Yes. Yeah. Everyone needs to turn down, <laughs> especially <laughs> you, Corey. Yes. Yes. Just tone it down. All right. Mics over overhead mics. No, we won't be. No, <laughs> we won't be needing those. <laughs> said, this, have you seen this room? <laughs> it's so small. Tom mics. <laughs> we won't be needing those. We'll have a kick, but we don't have subs. And it's just random <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's like maybe a kick. Maybe a snare, definitely a hi hat, definitely the <laughs> hi hat mic, but no toms, <laughs> <laughs> and no overheads, dude. What is with that though? For real, like the definitely mic up the hi hat, yeah, but the rest of the kit, uh, mm, not necessary. Like that, it's got to be one of the loudest, most penetrating and annoying symbols on the yeah. like sounds on the drum set. You have two rack toms, but we have two mics, but we're only running run we're only running one mic and the mic holder is stripped, so it's always turned the wrong way. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> you just gave it away. I'm just purely describing tin roof. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 like, Yeah, well we'll mic the toms. They might not sound good, you know, but we're not micing any cymbals or hi hats, no. Mm mm. So all you hear is just kick and floor. Yeah. And then the cymbal sounds all come just a little bit after the rest of the the drums that come through the PA system. Yeah. And also your cymbals are bent because you're just hitting them so hard because you can't hear them. So your drum sound is, in essence, out of phase with you in the audience. Which is right on par because the drums are so out of tune and broken that it just doesn't matter, dude. (laughs) It's almost—it's like you know when somebody's playing or singing so out of tune that they're almost back in tune on the harmony. That's how the (laughs) drums are—they're so bad that they're almost good again. (laughs) Man, I sent some soapboxes today. Oh man, already getting feisty. (sighs) No, it's just—it's been a week, Funky Phil. It's been a week. Uh, We'll get into it. You know, we'll talk about all the things, but. Slow season, I'm also very feisty because I just am very up and down. I'm emotional. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's like I'm tired from not working, if that makes sense, you know. And I'm, like, trying to reinvent myself and trying to figure out new avenues to grow the brigade. and, And then, like, February, March, everything just kind of realigns and we're moving and shaking again. So new ideas have come up though this weekend and, um, yeah, they now the future is looking a little bit more promising and it's not so down and dark and drab. So yeah, but like moving out of this studio has created a big, it's put like a freaking, True tone on my freaking <laughs> my hopes, you know what I mean. My hopes aren't sustaining as as much as usual. <laughs> so, oh, man. but now I wish I could move out of here today. Even though I love this place, I just am over it, man. I'm gonna miss Pimp City. I'm, I am, but I'm not. You know, I, I. It's like when I was like, I'm done with with Studio Five Two Eight. Man, I was done with five two eight. You were. I was really, really, really over it. I remember and um, I tried to make it work and like it was just not workable like in retrospect. I think now it would be, it would be workable like I could make it work now with my ideas, but and the, the price the price would be affordable, but it just wasn't suitable for me wasn't right. And then Studio 5-2, I mean, um, Pimp City came through and uh, it was like for three years, this place has been the, like during the pandemic, this place saved my life. I believe that. Yeah. So, um, you know, but we got to grow and like, I think we've outgrown this place. And so, um, and I think I've outgrown having roommates or like business mates. Mm -hmm. No, these guys aren't, these guys are all great dudes. They're, they're great, but I think they've moved on and I've moved on. And, um, it was a shock at first where they're like, just very, very, very adamantly, but still casually like, yeah, we're not going to renew like kind of like that (laughs) where I was like, oh, well this substantially throws a wrench in my business. And they're just like, yeah, we're moving on. it's like, that was kind of like, Okay, hold on. Let me catch my breath and let me think about an action plan and now that is kind of subsided and now I'm good. So we'll see what happens. We never know. I like I like though being in the middle of an ocean and not being able to like know how deep the water is, but being like, well, we got to swim. You so got a dinghy. You, you got a little boat. got to figure it out. Maybe we make one huh. some floating wood going by. You know, I don't know. We just make something. We're speaking in like philosophies here, or like speaking in like <laughs> hypothetical. What are we speaking in? What do they call that? Like hypothetical. No. We're speaking in haikus. <laughs> yeah. You just need one pearl export floor, Tom. Just stick some gum in the port hole. Yeah. And- We're one pearl export with a trigger away from success. <laughs> we're one we're one hi hat mic away from making it work (laughs) um you know so i think i think if the problem is phil i'm i'm jumping right in we haven't even prefaced the show but like the thing is i'm an out of the box kind of guy Mm -hmm. like i'm not a drum industry guy You know, that's why I'm not like, dude, I got to get an endorsement with Zildjian and DW. Uh, This just those just I'm not that guy. I love those drums. I play the I play Zildjian's. I play DW's when I like need to. It's my go to if I can't get what I play, but I'm just not that guy. I'm not that guy. I'm not the drum industry guy. I've always been curious. This is a bit of a a side note. Okay, but You always talk about how much you love Yamaha. Yeah, I love Yamaha. But then you say DW's your go-to if you can't get your masters. Why isn't it Yamaha? Because it's an interesting question, Phil. So I love the way Yamaha's sound. Every time I play Yamaha, except the tin roof, I'm like... No, that doesn't count. These sound good. I mean, like when you're on tour... And they can't get you a master's kit. Why is it? Why is it the D dubs over the Yamaha? It's, um, so on tour, it's because Yamahas, you never know what you're going to get. You can say, I want a maple custom or maple custom absolute or birch absolute, and they're going to give you some janky Yamaha kit and their hard hardware is not consistent for me. And I always use DW hardware yamaha hardware doesn't work with dw hardware and so um i don't like their mounting system it always strips out um and especially if you're using a backline kit it always strips out and um normally if the heads go bad on a yamaha kit it's hard to make that kit sound good Mm. um so but if there's no masters of maple like and i'm not playing any other custom drum kit like I've said before I, I like masters of maple is my drums. That's like, that's the drums I play. That's the drums. I always play. Yeah. Unless something happened where they're like no longer in business and they're no longer making drums and they're no longer providing drums and you can't find masters of maple anywhere in the world. Then, you know, there's a couple other companies that I really, really like, like I like, love custom drums. I think those are really nice. Those are cool. I like, um, Franklin drums. I think those are really cool. Um, honestly though, like I would like, I, I can't deal with a lot of custom companies. Like, like if, like if I was at home and I had to play custom drums and I couldn't get masters of maple, I think love love drums would be my next choice, but I can't get love drums on tour. You know what I mean? And so, um, I, I just really like those drums. I really like buddy love and like what he does and I think he's out of the box and um, his drums are clean. They're very nice. They're they're very cool. Very, very, very cool stuff. Um but um and I don't know him very well. I'm not saying that as an endorsement, because obviously I play Masters of Maple. You know, Q drums is really cool. I think Q could deliver on my needs and stuff like that. But back to Yamaha. Yamaha is ugh, I don't know what it is, man. I think it's just The quality of their stuff is awesome, especially in the studio. But on tour, if, you know, tons and tons and tons of people are playing their stuff every day or whatever, I just don't think it's as sturdy and doesn't hold up as nicely as DW hardware. Yeah. Well, your first point really sold it to me that, well, like DW as a brand is only professional grade. Yeah, they have a separate brand for their intermediate and lower priced kits. Mm-hmm. So if you if you say DW, you know it's going to be of a certain caliber. But Yamaha makes you know they put the Yamaha badge on their entry level kits still. So yeah. you could get a you could get a well you know an entry level Yamaha kit. On, <laughs> that's what you, I mean. I've I've been in that position before. Well, I've been in the position too, where like I played a festival and. It was like they were having rotating backline kits. One was a DW one was a Yamaha and the way that the set times lined up. I got the Yamaha and I was like sweet, but it was just from guys playing on it all day and the, the heads were kind of flat and they had like the whole bass drum was full of pillows. It just sounded. It just didn't sound right. Ooh. It just didn't sound right for live. Man, look, I'm not like I'm not a fan of the company DW like I feel like I have friends that they've kind of mistreated, I, you know, and I'm not trying to burn any bridges or anything like that. I'm just telling you being transparent. I think that as a company, they're the biggest company, you know, or one of in in drums and I feel like you know what some of the stuff that I've gotten on a soapbox about and ranted about the problems with our drum industry is like a result of companies like dw like just higher up business guys entrepreneur types that only go for freaking big name guys. And I don't know, you know, it's just they know they they know that they they don't need you to sell drums, but they're not really paying attention to the actual drum community mm. and um I don't like that. Then um, you could say the same thing about Yamaha too. But um, if I'm if I'm not using custom drums, I'm not playing Masters of Maple, and I'm spending my own money. I'm probably buying a Yamaha kit and a, or a Sakai kit, and just because I know those sound good and that's the sound I'm looking for. Um, What's the deal with Sakai? Isn't it uh, someone that used to work for Yamaha? I think so. Or something? I think it's like the 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 the, the original like. I, I don't know, man. I'm not a builder, but I think it's like the original shells that, you know, they built the Yamaha's like in the nineties. That's what they're using now to make those drums. Um. I have not heard drums that sound better than those Sakai's, man. Really? Dude. I mean okay. Not even your drums? My drums, yes. Whew! And some of them I just like, saved you. The the um <laughs> the Brazilian um I forgot what kind of wood it was, but it's like the rarest wood that, you know, is like a $20,000 kit or whatever that, or $10,000 kit that Masters of Maple made. I forget, Brazilian something wood. Mm. It was, first of all, one of the most beautiful drum kits I've ever seen and definitely one of the best sounding kits I've ever seen. But those kits, like, it's like, you never know because it has, like, it had different heads than I would use, you know, but in general, you know, but dude, I've dude, I've played some like dw snares where I'm just like, you know, I've played some masters of maple snare. There's a few. There's two masters of maple snares that I've played that I'm like, there's no snare I've ever heard. That's better than this. Yeah. Um, but like snares are hard cause like I'm not really happy with any of my snares right now. Really? But like there's been some where I'm like, there's I can't imagine a snare sounding better than this. There's, there's definitely been at least two DWS that I've played, and there's been at least like four, three, three Masters of Maple snares that I'm like, this is the best, uh, and one Doc Sweeney snare. <laughs> I still am love in love with that <laughs> snare, dude. Um. So, anyways, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird that I don't. Well, the other thing is no matter where you are, no matter what stage you're playing on, no matter who you are, you can always get DW drums. And, um, this is true. Yeah. And so it's just the only reason it's not because they sound good. It's not because I want to play DW. In fact, whenever I play DW, I tape over all the logos, even though you know what it is. Um, I just think they're consistent. You know what you're going to get. I know how to tune them up. I know that how the hardware works because all of my hardware, even my floor Tom legs are DW. Um, and I know, I know not part numbers, but I know how to get like, you know, what to use, how to, you know, it's just all part of my list of like, and so if you're going to use that, I know masters of maple is always going to work with DW. I know like spawn drums can can work with DW, but, um, I know like spawn drums kind of got weird because they started trying to make their own hardware and you just can't get their own, their hardware with anything, you know? Mm. And so, but like at the end of the day, man, you can make anything sound like you, you know? Yeah, it's true. I literally with Hepcat, I, I went on a soapbox like one time with, you know, I always request DW or masters of maple. They know that. And, um, they have my list and, they sh- like I showed up at a gig and it was like the the local promoters yeah 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 we'll get you DW we'll get you anything you need and then they show up with like the jankiest pearl export just taped up stickers all over it oh yes <sighs> <laughs> horrible dude but I still made it work you know it was not fun but what can you do um so this is the Drum Brigade podcast I know we're already talking we're already in the middle of it I pff- I'm consistent. Talk about DW consistency. I'm consistently late every week and I'm sorry, <laughs> Phil. This time, S- Sunday night, I'm in the kitchen with my wife. I'm making my lunch for today, going to bed early, taking my supplements, doing everything that I'm supposed to do because I'm like, my wife's like, oh, you're doing it tonight, huh? And I'm like, well, I'm always late. And Phil is always just waiting for me like he's got nothing to do. And here I am. <laughs> Like, hey, Phil, I'm going to be there like 11-ish. You know, I'm going to go on a ride. If if I didn't go on a ride, though, it would have been a different story today. I would have been on a soapbox already. <laughs> so thank you, Funky Phil. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm, you're, you know, you're a legend. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm Corey Kingston. That's Funky Phil. And, um, you know, we... Uh, <clears throat> why you guys clap for Funky Phil and not me? <laughs> what the heck, dude? <laughs> I'm the cool person in this room. Why are you booing me? <laughs> Gosh, dude, these people are crazy. Phil, this is a terrific just... audience. I'm the cool person in this group. All right, <laughs> it's not this funny. This show is going to go <laughs> better um, than this. <laughs> um, so Drum Brigade, you know, like I always say, every week, you know, we do this show. We don't do this show for the Lambos and the money and the hot chicks that are banging down the door outside. Though we have all those things. We do have all those things. We just happen to be married to the hot chicks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they're used Lambos. (laughs) (laughs) They're hot wheels. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Um, We don't do this show for the money. We don't have any sponsorships. We don't do this show on Patreon. I see a lot of people doing that these days. Like, you know, because everybody has a podcast now. Oh, yeah. The pandemic. It just like, yeah, skyrocketed. So there was a business, you know, in this, we were going full blast to try to make, you know, some money off of this. We wanted this podcast to pay for, you know, at least our time, at least like keep the lights on here in Pimp City and stuff. But it just, uh, these days it's hard to do. Mm -hmm. So um, we do this show just to promote the drum brigade, what we're about, our merch, you know, and our lessons and all of that stuff, keep the stuff relevant and to give ourselves a voice. Yeah. Although I'm the one that's using my voice. Most of the time, I don't allow Phil to talk. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, um, so yeah. Um, if you guys want to learn more and want to know more about the drum brigade, what we're all about, our, uh, mantra is camaraderie over competition. And, um, we're all about acceptance and belonging. Um, and the drum community. We like to promote that in everything we do. And so, um, what we, how we promote that is through this podcast is through our merch. Um, we have merch, a lot of different designs, a lot of different things, and, um, it's all on our website. And then we also have drum lessons. We host events. Um, although the pandemic has kind of put a stop to that for right now. Um, but yeah, and, um, we, you know, we just try to, um, accept and promote, Camaraderie over camp- competition in everything that we do. So, um, if you guys are interested in that, please check out drumbrigade.com. And if you're interested in drum lessons, just use a contact form, or if you're interested in anything else, we sell drumsticks. Um, great teaching tool. If you want to learn more about that, just let me know. Hit me up. Use a contact form, or you can e- always email me, Corey at drumbrigade.com. And it's K O R E Y. And then um, me and Funky Phil both have websites for professional use. Um, Funky Phil does a lot of drum tracking, recording, studio work, and is also a professional drummer, the funkiest of the funkiest. Funky Phil. No, that. it's not <laughs> only funk. We call him Funky Phil, but he does a lot of stuff. Um, so um, it's Phil, P-H-I-L-P-A-R-D-E-L-L, Pardell.com, and Corey Kingston, K-O-R-E-Y-K-I-N-G-S-T-O-N.com. Let's get into it, Funky Phil. The drum began. Oh. oh! Oh! Coffee down the wrong pipe. Oh yeah. Um, what's going on? Play any gigs this week? Record any sessions? I, did, I played a gig last week. Nice one. Yeah, it was fun. It went well. Played well. <laughs> Had fun. Good. Good times. Yes. And um, I did a bunch of demos. For a company I shall not name. Okay. <laughs> but there's a lot of different snare drums. <laughs> okay. I like them. I just mentioned them, I think. There's a lot of snare drums. A lot of... So nine, still got nine, the one? Nine snare drums. Do they still got the one? I don't think so. <sighs> Who would buy that? I don't know. A lot of people. Gosh, I want that so bad. Maybe. I don't know. You might have one. I might, after my next run of tours... I might hit him up and have him make me one. Same exact. Everything. Black and gold sparkle or you know, bronze. No. Yeah. Bronze. No. What was it? I think it was brass on brass Brass. on brass. 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 Everything. I think. Oh man. That one. Same exact. I want the same exact thing and I want it for $300. I, I would buy that snare 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I, I would I would like to get a bell brass from Masters of Maple, but it's even at my discount. It is whew, very expensive. It is the nicest sounding snare ever, though. Yeah. They cut. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was a good week, though. I did that. Yeah, I did a bunch of demos, and then um, I had... Sick children at home. Oh no, the no, Rones? No Rones. Okay, thank God. But they have, you know, in school they have like these, policy, safety policies and stuff. So yeah, my older son had he had to stay home for the whole week, and then uh, but he's back today. Good, so that's great. And yeah, it was a pretty pretty chill week overall. That's good. I learned a bunch of songs. I've got a couple rehearsals this week. Man, you're out there doing it. You're out there doing it. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm doing glad. a show called the 27 Club. What's that? It's um, a production. Yeah, it's this. It's a production that uh, this guy Kenneth does. That it. um, it's a bunch of different artists, and they're we're basically paying tribute to um, famous musicians that have that died when they were 27. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's not. It's like one of those weird. Kurt Cobain, uh-huh. Amy Winehouse, yep, yep, um, Hendrix, Hendrix, yeah, Jo Jo, Joni Mitchell, no, no, uh, no, the other one, um, hi- Janis Joplin, Janis Joplin, yep, 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 Robert wow. Johnson, oh yeah, wow, one of his songs, wow, um, a lot of great artists. That's gonna be a good show. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, and I get I'm I'm part of the house band, so. We're cool. gonna be, I got, you know, I'll be playing some Dave Grohl drum parts as well yeah. as Mitch Mitchell and nice. You're gonna have fun on the Amy Winehouse section. Yeah, it'll be fun, and it's gonna be at the Belly Up, February 10th. Oh man, I if anyone's interested, go get tickets. It's gonna be a fun night. Yes, but I'm looking forward to it. I want to <laughs> go to that. I hope I don't have a gig is that during the week. Yeah, I think it's Thursday. Oh, that's that. perfect. Perfect great. You're going to be there. I'll be all nervous. Oh, God. At this point, Phil, we've been doing this show for a long time. I'll just be like, Oh boy. Oh my God. Oh, boy. Oh, Anyone boy. is having that feeling with me in the room of oh, all people oh. and you can see from like a mile away because you're like oh, five feet taller than everybody else. I'm not the guy hands crossed <laughs> just like <laughs> making that face. Just, like, mm, I wouldn't have done that. How did this guy <laughs> get the name Funky Phil like I have no idea, dude. He ain't funky. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Zach just standing in the back, like oh, I don't, I don't see it, dude. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, Phil, not at all. First yeah. of all, you are not capable of playing bad. What would we be like? What are you gonna like? You drop a stick, I would still be like, that was great. What's the worst <laughs> that can happen? You're gonna play out of time. You no. Yeah. Flub up a fill. I'm going to like think that's funny, Uh but I'm not going to be like, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. He doesn't know gospel chops. I've heard some terrible drummers, and I'm never like, that dude sucks. (laughs) Never. (laughs) The only time I'm like, and and no, it's still not, this guy sucks. I'm like, this guy doesn't really have it. Or it depends on the mood, because sometimes I'm like, (laughs) yeah, that guy's not that great. But (laughs) it's not like you think. (laughs) Like- yeah, dude. I have so many shortcomings in my playing that I should never ever be talking about anybody. So and it's camaraderie over competition, bro. You're, you're right. Yeah, I never ever think that ever. One time I showed up at, at Coyote. And I was like hey funky Phil and then you got nervous. Uh huh. And I was like, why are you nervous? I think that was the first time you saw me play drums. No, Phil. I, and, I taught in the room it, next to you every and it was, day. It was playing like really cool stuff, like uptown funk. You've come to the tin roof and seen me play. It's true. Worst drums ever, worst sound ever. Oof. Worst drums ever. That's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would think that. Dude, freaking Jeff Endike would be like, these are the worst drums ever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to how his drums sound. I mean, they have drum heads on them. They, at least they got drum heads on them. They're different drum heads. <laughs> what were those? They're like Vista Lights with Dude, hydraulic heads or he, he something He doesn't even them. know. He doesn't even know. Some are Vista Lights, Some are just like, it's like a... a pipe like a water pipe that he just cut and drilled out and put, put really put heads on. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I want to do that. Get well, that, anyways, that tone. I think that's cool that you're going to play and you're you don't even have to bring your drums because they have vista drums. I mean, Vista drums vessel drums oh, yes. Yes. at Tinroof. Roof. If they're like your same drums, Not aren't tin roof. they? Belly up. belly up. Gosh, I wish tin roof had them. <laughs> we remember they tried we tried, we tried, like Preston tried to like, be like, Hey, let's work out a deal. And they're like, nah. Yeah. It's a shame like that, where he go in, swap it's out like the you heads. Leased, you lease a drum set. Yeah. Where you you just pay monthly and he makes, brings a premium kit, keeps it tuned. Right. Keeps heads on it. Yeah. Nope. Belly up took up the offer. Yeah. Belly up is the belly up. And the tin roof is well, there's people there. I wouldn't eat the food though, Phil. <laughs> How was your week? It sounds like you had a a stressful week it perhaps. was up and down man i yeah. um i uh you know, without you know diving in too much, but I just i I had some dietary issues, and um whenever I have dietary issues. I, I, whenever my stomach is messed up, it throws out my back oh. and so it's all connected. So my back was out. So I spent money that I do not have to go to the doctor and get this situation situated. And so basically the dude was like, yo, yeah, you have like this problem. And so you need to take this supplement and you need to stop eating everything that you eat on a daily basis. Mm. I'm like, what am I going to eat? And so that immediately sends me into a spiral of like, great, I can't eat anything. And then I'm stressed out. And then I started eating, like I made a big old pot of beans. Yeah. In the, in the pressure cooker. Yeah. And they're really good. But then that really jacked up my stomach. Dang it. And then that really jacked up my back. Dang it. So I was back in there for the, another day to get my back fixed. And and it sent me like I was a mess, dude. I was a mess. On Thursday, I was like struggling. So I didn't get much done last week. Um, and then it all subsided. And like I was in pretty bad shape by the time I got to my gig on Saturday. But then by the end of the gig, I was all good. So I needed to just play the drums, fixed you. The drums did kind of fix me, but um, it's like, so, you know, because of this McGee and, and Melvin story, and now, you know, Palomino is in the mix and like all these dudes are being talked about on the show. Now there's a vibe at the gigs. Like if anybody messes up messes up a lyric or something messes up on the on the bandstand like it, the stuff doesn't i think it's hilarious when like somebody messes up or like almost train wrecks but it's never really that bad yeah it's not it's like it's funny to us but it's it's i've never been pissed off at anybody messing up on stage lives are not at stake no we and, have we have a pretty sweet job dude i have <laughs> blown it before <laughs> phil i have like the most important moment of the of the gig like the 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 bride and grooms first dance and i'm like i'm not even playing the right song like (laughs) i blew it one time where i was supposed to be playing twelve eight or like six eight and i was playing four four yes and the singer is like what is going on and i'm like powering through like well can't fix it now And they're trying to dance. Everybody else come over. Come and follow me. Follow me. Follow me. He's like, this is not the right song. And I'm just (laughs) 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 I'm talking like and I'm just powering, dude. I'm just like, yeah. And so I'm like I've been on I've like I've been on stage like on a huge festival and like with Hepcat and counted in the wrong song we're supposed to be playing like a reggae song and i count in like a big ska song nice and they're just like everybody's looking at me like what's happening and i'm just like can't too late to fix it now bro like come on in (laughs) join me or don't i don't care water's a little warm but (laughs) hop in anyway and so I don't get bummed out at people messing up or like train wrecking. I, I and expect like especially on a wedding gig. It doesn't matter, especially with schmucky metals, mm. but like people are like looking back at me like, "Uh oh, we're going to be a part of the soapbox gonna next week. The, we're going to be on the podcast <laughs> going to be everybody. listens to that Corey's listening to everything <laughs> under a microscope just to find his next soapbox, dude. I it's hilarious to me that it's taken what a 100- hundred 20-something episodes for people to realize that you've been doing it for like years. I know. You've been talking about all of them. And I've talked about all of them. Yeah. Everybody. (laughs) Dude. And they're they're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now you're like in your own head about this gig. I'm like just smiling like, what are you looking at me for? And then like Palomino. It's revealing. Obviously they never listened to it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thanks a lot, guys. Shame on them. Which is my next soapbox. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, I'm like, so like one of the singers goes, Hey, so what do I got to do to be like on the soapbox or like on the podcast? And I'm like looking at her, like you won't be like, cause you're not that kind of person. You like, you look good. You sing good. You don't make any waves. Like you have a personality that's great, but you're still like great to get along with and you're not like a Dumbo. Oh man, this is great. So everyone is afraid of you. <laughs> I'm like, But now I have like this stigma, like this thing that people are just kind of like "Uh oh like well be careful around Corey and and like, it didn't help because I was I had a rough week, so I was like not in the mood for anything, so I kind (laughs) of showed up just like I didn't show up like mad or or mean to anybody like somebody stole my kick pedal. I just I just showed up kind of like like hey what's up and just started setting up my stuff. And are you guys? Are you all right? And I wasn't just like, hey, what's up? Like I'm never that guy. I'm just kind of like I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Let me just get my job done. But then everybody's just kind of like, oh, oh boy. Oh, is this the next soapbox? And Palomino is like singing and then he he, he he like he like I don't know what he did, but he was fine, dude. It was like, but he like was looking at me like he's making a box motion with his hands <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? I'm thinking he's telling me the next song. <laughs> I'm like, "What song is he telling me?" Yeah. And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "What?" And then he's just like, "Monday soapbox." And I'm like, "Dude, come on." Oh, that's great. <laughs> so now I have this reputation. I'm like, "Maybe I should just have I should just stick to the old." You but it's just one soapbox, dude. It was one soapbox about one thing that happened. It was hilarious. It was a great soapbox, yeah. but I wasn't talking crap on anybody, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like I'm never talking crap <laughs> <laughs> okay the very first okay yeah some people but okay if i'm talking about my friends that are like in that i'm working with every week and i know i'm gonna go see them play like i'm gonna go play with them i mean this uh-huh. week it's not crap talking it's mostly just storytelling yeah but there are like grumpy sound man yeah i'm talking crap the bride like any bride dude you're you're getting talked crap on <laughs> like you know what I mean? The first soapbox that I ever had that I had to go back and delete—that mm-hmm. was purely talking crap. But I was learning. I was learning the motion of. That was a good one too. I was learning the ebb and flow of soapboxes. That was a great one. That was that was a domino effect, dude. That soap that one that soapbox one got you into some trouble. The very first one of all times, got me. Like basically the like it was a mess dude It got me into a huge fight with like somebody the guy I was talking about well-deserved soapbox by the way but guy I was talking about never worked with them again ever never this person was hiring you hiring your whole band yeah (laughs) I mean more or less yeah dude as I always say Phil I say the same thing you don't want to be like the subject of a soapbox don't do dumb things. Yeah. Just don't be a ding dong. Yes. And I'm talking for real. Like everybody's thinking it. I'm just the one that said it on my own podcast. Yeah. And I'm sure this dude can say some things about me. It's all in good fun. But there's also some triggers for me, Phil. That's mm-hmm. another thing. There's always some triggers. One, it's like the businessman that wants to come into our world and control it. Yep. Yep. That's a trigger. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. You will be the subject of a soapbox. Yeah. Yeah, this that was the first one I ever did. This guy's a filthy rich businessman trying to come over into our world and then control us and tell us how to do our job. It doesn't work the other way. It doesn't work this way. Stop doing that. Yeah. Number two any kind of situation with a bride or wedding planner or privileged like entitled people You're going to be the woman coming up last week and saying they're going to come and kill you first An entitled woman (laughs) stepping out of line. You're going to be the part of a soapbox period. (laughs) they are going to kill you first. Yeah, I mean those are like really the main two entitled like Karen's whole man. Hmm. And I think the other one is like people that don't know me and don't think like they think they're going to come over to me and say something or boss me around. I don't like being bossed around, Phil, <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> but people, it, it goes in line with, with entitlement. Yeah. You know, and like, and then there's like, there's real ones where like people just like really make me mad where it's like, if you, you know, yeah, you're not really a musician and you, it goes along with the, the business guy, but like, you don't really know about the drum community, but you're trying to have a business in the drum community. Yeah. I think that's a big one for me. But th- those are the really the, the big ones a setup for a soapbox. Mm-hmm. So those are the big ones. And then a good story, man. Come on. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts, we Got women's shirts. We got kids shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs, phone cases, stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Well, no time like the present, Phil. (laughs) I ain't trying to hear that right now. This one time, dude, this was over the holidays. We were on break. Yeah. Um, Middle of December, you know, gigs are kind of slow. It's holiday season. (sighs) This rich full dude. Uh Oh, (laughs) (laughs) this rich full like coincidentally in the same neighborhood as the first very first soapbox guy coincidentally. I thought that was on an island. That was, but the guy who I was speaking about, by the way, that was years ago, and it's no hard feelings on my end, and his wife is lovely, dude. Just a really great person. Really, really great. Okay. 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 I don't sound genuine, but I am being genuine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, she was severely offended by my first very first soapbox. I mean, we've been doing this show for years now. We're 123 episodes in. Yeah, so that one got deleted and I learned a lesson. I apologized like very, very, very genuinely and sincerely apologized and took it down immediately. There are some consequences to that one. Okay, but I just want to make sure that that disclaimer is out there that I'm not talking about this guy okay i don't know this guy some other rich person and i don't have a problem with rich people this was new year's eve i have a problem with entitled people new year's eve no christmas holidays yes it was like during the christmas time end of december middle middle december some rich fool some rich fool (laughs) okay we pull up it is a freaking castle dude it's a mansion this fool is rich Yes, rich, okay, Lambos? No, but maybe maybe in one of his alternate g- garages, this fool had a bridge in his front yard going over a creek. what? Yes, a bridge, like a like in a like Cinderella bridge. so he's got a castle with a moat. yes, basically, alligators in that mess, probably sharks too, trying to bite musicians, only the black ones. just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I show up at this gig. I'm happy to have a gig, but they're like, just so you know, the gig is outside, so make sure you bring a jacket. Ooh, I see where this is going, so I'm like, okay. Hmm. Okay, well, whatever, so we go and set up middle of December Phil. They have a, a, a makeshift like kind of plywood stage set up like on top of this platform overlooking their pool. Sounds safe. Their pool has like fountains going in it. We're away from kind of the people, but it's like a state. No lights, no lights. Just we're set up in this. So this is a daytime gig. No. Oh, we show up at like five, six. We're supposed to start playing. I think it's seven. Ooh, seven thirty in the dark. Okay, so I'm loading my stuff in. I have to load upstairs. It's janky, but it's whatever. So I'm already like keep these stupid people away from me. I could just tell what kind of people they are. All right, <laughs> <laughs> not trying to judge, but okay. And so I'm, you know, just whatever. I'm re- I'm really just kind of like let's get through the gig, but you know, it'll be fun. It's the usual suspects, dude. All the usuals. Palomino's there. Melvin Melvin's there. Oh yes. Yeah. Anthony Smith is there. Chris Lee is there. Like it's all the usuals. I set my stuff up. Forget my kick pet pa- or forget my kick mic. So which is a key component to hooking up my throne. Uh oh. So I'm like oh great outdoor gig in the freezing cold you know by the beach. So my drums are going to sound super flat and now I have no kick mic. I won't be able to feel my kick. Oh, thank goodness. Chris had a mic, so he puts it in there, whatever. All right. So anyways, I get set up. I'm, I'm getting set up going to change my clothes. The rich guy, which I don't know is the rich guy. <laughs> I think it's like a worker guy. Sweet. He comes up and he's like right away trying to butter us up. Hey guys, you you must be the musicians. I can tell that you're dressed like musicians and I'm like, what's up? And then like the guitar guitar players like, "Hey man. Oh yeah, you guys look nice, man. Thank you guys for coming looking forward to hearing you tonight. We're going to play some like whatever, like Eagles or whatever he's into and I'm just like, "Oh god. Hey, like as soon as he's done saying that sentence, his tone changes. "Hey, um, do you think I could get your guys' help? I need to um take these heaters out. Can I get you guys help moving some of these heaters and putting them in place for my people that are coming over?" Oh. I thought it was going to be for you. Yeah, no heaters for us. No, no. He wants you to set heaters up for for his guests. For his guests. Yes. So now suddenly I'm just an employee. Ooh. And I <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's, I look him in the eyes. That's a good way to start. I'm not exaggerating, Phil. I look him <laughs> in the eyes and I'm like, "Can we help you?" Like, you want us to help you? And he's like, "Yeah, I just need like help moving these heaters." I'm like, you need help moving heaters. I'm like, I'm trying to wrap my head around this fool trying to ask us for help. Doesn't he have a a paid staff you would think and and so he kind of saw our faces and he was like, well, the staff that I have coming. They're not able to come until six thirty or seven thirty or something, and that's after the party starts, and so I really need to get these in place I start walking away. I don't even answer him, dude. I'm here to play drums. I'm, Phil, I just told you the stipulations for a soapbox. Oh, I love it, dude. I See, just told if I, you. If it was me, I would be like, yeah, okay. No, 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 no. Mm-mm, not this situation. The, these kind of people, Phil. They just see whoever's there. Oh my god! You're obviously obviously there to work, and yes. that means you work for them. Next thing you know, you're gardening, you're serving food, mm-hmm. you're cleaning house, you're doing dude, taking out the garbage. Yeah, no, I'm not parking cars. Uh-uh. I know I'm in a white shirt and a black tie, and a hat. I'm not parking cars. I'm not a valet. I'm not throwing out your trash. I'm not serving. I'm not moving this to there. I'm not doing that. I'm here to do one thing and that's play drums, drink your alcohol and eat your food. That's it. I said one thing, but that was three. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I I can count Corey. I go walk away and then the guitar player is left there by himself and is like, um, Yeah, man. I I don't know. Maybe like, but we, you know, I have to go get my stuff set up. So I'm going to have to get back with you at that with that. And then he walks away. So now the guy is just left to like finding somebody else. Help him. So I can't. None of you were like, well, let me let me put you in contact with the band, the leader of our band. We were just all like I just walked away kind of went to the bathroom and hung out in there for a minute. And then I was standing (laughs) around a fire pit like I'm not helping you. See, if all right. there's a good, (laughs) if I was in your position, there's a good chance. I would have just been like, eh, what the heck. But if I was, if I was feeling like, uh, uh, I got to draw a line in the sand. I probably would have said, talk to my boss, the boss of the band who represents us. And then, And then it's the the band boss who's supposed to figure that situation out. Phil, what are we supposed to be doing here? We're moving heaters. What is next? You got to let these people know. Like, no, I'm not here for that. And he got it. I'm with you. You, I think you're right. He's like, oh, I know you're not here for that. We just really need help. And I'm like, you got money? Hire somebody. I ain't your guy, though. You want to give me a tip? I'll do it. But you ain't pulling out any money. I'm not doing nothing for you but playing drums, oh, that's a good point. if you pulled out some some cash, yeah, no, it's like oh you have money, dude I'll compensate you for the trouble, sir yeah, okay now now I'm listening, okay, well, as I'm standing around the fire, wifey comes up now they're moving trays of freaking desserts and cupcakes, and out of the house comes up to the guys, other guys that are standing around the fire pit, myself included. Hey guys. Um, hey, I know you guys are, are just the musicians and you're only here for one reason, but my caterers are late. They're not going to be here until 730 and our guests are coming coming at seven. Can I get your guys help to move some of these hors d'oeuvres and some of these? You see what I mean, Phil? <laughs> no, you see what I mean? And so what do I do? <laughs> oh boy, I got to use the restroom again and I walk away. I'm like, nope. You're not going to get me to do it. The only hors d'oeuvres you're moving are the ones that are going into your mouth Into hole. my mouth. Yeah. Exactly. So, dude, I'm like, this is what I'm saying. Where does it stop? Can you guys just, our, our valet guys didn't show up and we just need a couple cars moved, like, you know? We, we have some horses out the back. They haven't been fed yet. Our farmer's not coming till tomorrow. Can you guys just like shovel some duke? <laughs> <laughs> shovel some duke. I don't know what do rich people say. <laughs> you mean where does it stop? Okay, so dude, the night progresses dude. They <laughs> Of duke it is freezing at this gig phil i don't know how dude so you dude, should have helped him with the heaters and just put them all around the stage dude, no and that's the thing <laughs> they put out heaters for all their people all around the land we don't have anything and we're and, playing music and wanted you to put them out there but yes, none for the but stage but none for the band that's <laughs> another reason why i'm like nah bruh all right thank goodness i brought like a heavy overcoat in my kick drum I don't know how this all worked out. In my kick drum I have a scarf. What? I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's some luck. I put the scarf on. Dude, in my car glove box, I actually have gloves. Really? I put the gloves on. I'm not wearing a hat. I'm wearing this beanie that I'm wearing right now. Huh. And I'm freezing, dude. I bet. It's like it's okay, so even for us San Diego sissies. Yeah. It's freezing. It gets—I mean, you know—it gets pretty cold to be playing music yeah. outside, especially if you're using your little fingers. Yes. So the night's progressing, right? Wait, I have I have questions. These gloves. <laughs> no, they're not drummer gloves. Are they fingerless gloves? No. So they have fingertips. Are they like thin leathery gloves? No. They're fluffy no. mitts. No. What are they like? They're just like gloves. Well, I just gave they have you skeleton two. bones on the bottom, so they're Halloween gloves. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> <laughs> That's a yes. I don't know. That's the only kind of gloves that have skeleton. They're just bones like on knit, them. knit gloves, and they have skeletons on them because I'm so punk rock. They're knit, knit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, knit gloves. It so was hard to play. They're kind of soft. Yeah, and they're slippery. Hold, it's hard to hold on your sticks. The skeleton stuff is sticky. Oh, yeah. So the them bones are for grip. Yeah, I'll show them to you after the show. Okay, continue. Uh, Sorry. So we're playing and it's like our first sets at like seven seven thirty eight o'clock rolls around and it's like it's getting ridiculous. Like Melvin is like I'm having trouble playing dude. Like my hands are freezing in between like songs. He's like doing this kind of thing. Mm you know and then playing some more and then you know there's smoke coming out of your mouth. It's freezing dude. Yeah, and their guests are showing up and they're just kind of huddling in a corner or like huddling around the the, the heaters that we were supposed to move because it's freezing in the middle of December. You're having a party outside. Who the heck does that? It's a pandemic. You have a mansion. Yeah, move the party inside dude but then they all have to wear masks. These people don't wear masks, Phil. (laughs) Let's be real. Okay. And so so the lady now is getting like pissed off at us. She's like, you guys need to play like better music. You need to play 80s and 90s music. Oh, it's your fault that it's so cold outside. You guys are not making people dance. (laughs) So we play Madonna and we play like this is how we do it. And we play like all kinds of 80s and 90s. Nothing but 80s and 90s songs. Yeah. Comes up again. You need to pick up the tempo. I don't understand why nobody's dancing, but nobody likes this music. Only 80s, only 90s. We're like, we just played 80s and 90s. Not having it. Okay. So we're like, it's break time. So we take a break. We go eat, we go drink, we have fun. There's a Santa Claus there. This Santa Claus looks like the real Santa Claus. What? He's old, he's overweight, he has a beard. He's white. <laughs> he's definitely white. <laughs> he is the most annoying Santa Claus you've ever met, Phil. Why? The most annoying. The most annoying. He just looked at you and was like, you're just going to get cold. No, You're naughty. He's like fun fact Santa. Uh Oh, (laughs) (laughs) he's fun fact Santa. He won't leave you alone. So he just won't stop talking about how he makes all the toys and no, he's just he's just personalities. He's coming up to us. He's kind of lingering. Uh huh. And we're kind of just like like looking at him like what's with the Santa dude and then he'll just creep over and kind of be like, hey, uh, you guys know that like drinking alcohol won't keep you warm while you're up there. It actually lowers your blood pressure or something like, and it makes you actually colder, but you think you're warm because it warms you up goes. we're like, shut up, Santa, and it gets you on the naughty list yes. that's why I never drinks that's why I never drink alcohol during I just never drink alcohol, but you know the fun fact about the alcohol he, like he won't shut up our whole break our whole break <laughs> He's we, like what you need is eggnog, yeah they're doing like they're do- <laughs> they're doing like these stupid um he's just walking around annoying people all over the party dude. The party is going sideways. The caters are late. The bartenders are late. Like the guys telling us that schmucky metals said, hey, we can't get the stuff to, to build your stage, so he has to go and to Home Depot and buy carpet and buy plywood and build his own stage for us to play. We can't. We won't move the heaters. Santa Claus is annoying the crap out of everybody. Yes, they're doing an auction or something like a raffle. Uh Uh-huh. There's like this lady that doesn't speak English. She's trying to hand us everybody raffles and I'm like, I'm not part of the party, dude. I'm just playing drums. Stop giving me raffles. (laughs) Then Santa Claus is on the stage trying to raffle off stuff. Dude, everything's going sideways. The lady's (laughs) like yelling at us like play 90s. We're like playing 90s and she's still like you're not playing 90s. We're like, what is your interpretation of ninety eighteen nineties? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> okay, so like it's going sideways dude. It's gotten so cold. It's like 46 degrees. Okay, we're looking at our thing and I'm like yo, if that lady comes up to me and says play 90s again, I'm out of here and I'm like, will I be banned? Like will I be on McGee's list if I bounce and he's Melvin's like, I mean. It's kind of your choice, dude, like it's a risk you got to take. He's basically saying yes. Uh-huh. But I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous. I said, "Who has who has a party in the middle of winter outside?" S- like Palomino is getting annoyed at me getting on a soapbox. So Palomino's like, "Dude, well okay, well let me explain." I go, "Listen, it's too cold for us to be playing out here." I'm like, they have to supply us with a heater or they have to move us inside. And then I said, I feel that this is a detriment to our equipment. It's we're putting our our equipment in danger. I feel like it's too cold for us. This is covid times. We shouldn't be here, dude. And I'm like, we got to move in. Something's got to happen. And so Melvin looks at the contract. And the contract specifically says if it is lower than 50 degrees the band, or if the band's equipment is in danger, the band has the right to stop the gig or the client can move the gig inside or they have to. But either way, they have to provide heaters or some kind of cover for us. Makes sense. If it's over 80 degrees, I think it was same thing. They have to move it inside or they have to provide shade cover. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, there we go. It's lower at this point. It was like eight o'clock. So it was like forty nine degrees forty eight degrees. So I'm like, there you go. It's too cold. I'm like they have to move us in dude. So we're out of we're like we're we're torn because we're playing like three songs and then we're like, we got to take a break. And then we're standing under a heater. And then we go back and play like three songs. We Palomino's like not not having this because I'm compl- I'm I'm nonstop complaining, dude. He's like, so if it was like, so it's 49 degrees. So if it was 50 degrees, everything would be fine. We'd just be fine to play. And I'm like, that's not the point. The point is we have an out. (laughs) We have an out. (laughs) We have an out. It's official. Yeah. It's in the contract. And I've I'm like done with these people. Dude, can we move this? Can we move that? The stupid Santa Claus is approaching us. He's like, hey, fun fact, guys. If it is 49 degrees, like, I'm just like, shut up. (laughs) Palomino's like, get the stupid Santa Claus out of my face. He's on a soapbox about the stupid Santa. Man, this is awesome. It's going it's dude. It's just a mess. It's a mess. Best Christmas party ever, dude. It is a disaster. Okay, and so we are we've gotten to the point now where it's like it's like nine o'clock maybe nine thirty and How it's, are you supposed to go. I think till ten or eleven Whew. and they're they're like people are leaving. It's just too cold, dude. The whole party is inside like what are we doing here? So you guys are playing for nobody. We're playing for nobody and nobody's interested anyway, because it's too cold. We're playing over a pool, dude. It's like and there's water fountains spraying water in the it's just what what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> so we're taking a break every like we're playing maybe 15 minutes and we've gotten to the point where Melvin is like, I can't do this anymore. We need to shut it down. <laughs> like, I'm like, finally, you know, thankfully I have gloves on and stuff. You know, yeah. but like but you can't play like bass. Well, well, with that, with, I'm just with, with yeah. your fingers covered. No, and I'm just <laughs> thinking, what's the point, anyways? We're we're literally playing for the rich owners. We're playing for husband and wife and maybe two other people. The lady trying to hand out raffle tickets and the freaking know-it-all Santa Claus. <laughs> we're playing for those people, dude. And I'm just kind of like, what are we doing? Oh, what are we doing? It. But did you play some Eagles? I don't remember that will really get the dance floor cooking. So the lady the I'm I'm, like the lady won't stop on the like play something upbeat, you know, she won't stop. So finally we take a break. Um, At this point, I'm just kind of like whatever. We just got to get through it. I wasn't that much complaining. I was just kind of making it known that, hey, this is a little ridiculous. And I was also getting more agitated because the lady was like play nineties and then in eighties and that's all we were doing. Yeah. Play eighties. We're like, hey, 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 play the eighties. We're like, what the heck are you doing? Like, what are you talking about? We take a break. We take a break. We're standing around the fire. The owners come up and they're just like, Hey guys. Hey, yeah. You know this. We get it. You know this is you guys going to keep playing and we're kind of like finally Melvin's like, what are we doing guys? Like I feel like we can play music. Why don't we just like iPod some DJ music? Exactly the music that you guys want. I got to give my guys a break. It's just it's too cold up there and they're like, yeah, we understand. So they're like, I'm, I'm kind of like in and out, but then I come back and Palomino's talking to the owner and meanwhile Palomino's been the only one that's been like, let's keep this party going like let's just play man up. Stop being a little B and man up. Yeah, Corey. Yeah, and so <laughs> I stand next to Palomino and he's talking to the owner. The owners going. Yeah, this whole day has been a disaster and he's like, You know, we hired the the catering crew and the bartenders. They said they would be here at six to set up. They didn't show up till seven thirty. He's like our guest showed up at six forty five seven. So he's like So they told us hey, we're not showing up because you guys didn't pay us to show up early and we are only there for this amount of time. So he's like so my wife and I are forced to make all the food. So my wife and I have been cooking all day. We've made pasta and we made chicken and all this stuff. We made it. We put it all in there. He's like your company called us and told us that they won't build the stage. So he's like I had to run to Home Depot and get the wood to build the stage. He's like all of our guests. He's like we happen to have our party on the coldest night of the of the year so far and he's like so nobody wants to dance. He's like everybody's just cold and nobody knows what to do. He's like to top it off. He's like the fire department is coming because the know-it-all Santa Claus just collapsed in the driveway. (laughs) (laughs) And like he's like nothing could (laughs) Santa collapsed Santa collapsed couldn't take it anymore, dude. Oh, (laughs) And so this whole time Palomino's like, oh man, and then I hit Palomino and I'm like, and this guy wants to stop early. I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, we could save the day. You <laughs> said that in front of the owners? In front of the owner. Oh my God. I'm like, the only saving grace that they have is the music, and this guy wants to stop early. <laughs> and Palomino's looking at me like, like, mouth open, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm just like, come on, man, be a team player. <laughs> 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 It's so messed up, dude, and I go out to the driveway. There's fire department there. Mm. Santa Claus has his jacket off. He's like he's like clammy. He has no hat on. He's just sitting there with like like with his palm on his head. Like just like I don't know what happened one minute. I was just walking around like talking about facts. Next thing I know I'm face down on the driveway. His head is bleeding because he like hit his head. Poor guy. Dude, it just it wasn't his night. I'm glad he's okay. He's okay. He made it. He made it. Man. He made it. But, that's insane. What a gig. Yeah. Is and there like more? Th- that was it. Like we packed up and we left. Wow. Yeah. That was the end of it. That's amazing. Yep. I ain't trying to hear that right now. That's you've been hanging on to that one. That's been in into- the <laughs> You've had that one in your, that's a, that's a in your back one. pocket for, yeah. for a couple months now. Dude, stage wasn't delivered. Caterers showed up late. Bartenders are late. We have to cook the food. We have to build the stage. And now the fire department's here. Santa Claus just claps in the driveway. And this guy wants to stop. It's great, man. That's amazing. <laughs> good old Palomino. So, yeah, that's it. That's the soapbox of the day. Good one. There's some other soap boxes that like might be just hey this one time that I need to tell. Like my buddy, friend of mine, bass player I know was telling me that like there's some stories that like I used to tell or that I used that like I experienced when my wife was a caregiver that are like legendary funny stories, man. And, uh, down. Yeah, and some tour stories and stuff like that that I'd have to like rack my brain to understand, but Cause like like I played a gig this week, and there was like little soapboxes, but not. It's not every day that something goes down like that. No. Know? So it'd be fun to do rapid fire mini soapboxes, though. Yeah, I used to do that. Just like like a 30 second soapbox. Sometimes. Like a Bunch of them. Soapboxes like trigger other soapboxes, so in the middle of a soapbox, I have to push the button again. You know. It's like a taco inside a taco. Yeah. Yeah. What's that movie? Inception. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Inception about tacos within a taco. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So anyways, drumbrigade.com for all your pff, needs in life. hmm Yeah. We're really good at moving space heaters. Yep. And hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. Playing in freezing cold weather. I have fingerless gloves. Doesn't work for me. But they have mittens that fold over. Oh, nice one. So while I'm playing, pop those fingers out. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to see these gloves right now. They're still in my car. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. It's show 124, Drum Brigade podcast. And um, yeah, if you guys, you know, don't do dumb things if you don't want to be on the soapbox. Yeah. You're you're, you're a legend. just not that funky, honestly. This whole sucks. I'm always working on that thing. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Bascara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.